This is Paul F. Tompkins, and you are about to listen to Shut Up Leonard. Stargate is better. Leonard. I'm Matt. I'm Andrew. And we like Communit. <laughs> you should, are you going to explain what you're doing today? Uh, I don't know if I can. Do you want me to explain? Perhaps Andrew could. <laughs> uh, so, uh, great uh, fan of the show, friend of the show, uh, friend of the network, <laughs> on the network, all these things. Correct. Mark Bolton. Uh, he doesn't use Twitter. Uh, but he's been uh-huh. catching up on uh, our season three uh, reportings, recordings, whatever uh-huh. you want to call them. And uh, there was a challenge that uh, good old Matt Benson issued to fans. Oh, there was. <laughs> that um, uh, it, you could go on Twitter and ask that he don't say a letter <laughs> for an entire episode. Affirmative. And... <laughs> Mark Bolton finally listened to that episode and went on Facebook and, and asked that Matt Benson does not say the letter Y for an episode. Mm-hmm. And so this will be that episode. True. <laughs> I, I I worry that if you have a word in your notes that you can't say what we're going to have to do. I will find a how. <laughs> <laughs> or a way. So... <laughs> Uh, this episode, uh, we're going to be talking Where about... there's a will, there's... A way? Thank... Okay. Andrew. So Thank we're... Andrew. <laughs> we're going to, um, talk about the 18th episode of the third season, which is titled... Course, Course Listing, Listing Unavailable. Unavailable. Good thing you could say the whole episode title. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, of course. Oh, who should we thank, Matt? Alex Moshina of Slackdoor.com. E. Wait, I can do the E. Hold on. Alex Moshina of Slackdoor.com. E. <laughs> I am really enjoying he this. He created <laughs> our theme song, and we love it. He's a great American. You could even say that's that. That's true. Uh, this episode was written by Tim Sacadero, Sacardo, excuse me. I think I've been pronouncing it wrong Tim my Sicario. entire life. <laughs> I, think, I think I've never pronounced it correctly. It's Tim Sicardo. Sacardo. Uh, and it's directed by a uh, great director of episodes, mm-hmm. Tristram Shapiro. Our old pal from across the pond. I kind of like that you have to speak slower, so you have to make sure that none of your words have Y's. I have to be very... <laughs> fuck. <laughs> okay, pause for a second. That's strike one. I okay. get three strikes, oh. and I'm out. And then what? And Then, then I you lose. can't talk for the rest of the episode? Uh, yes. Whoa, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know but if that, I like this, that. This here is a pause to explain the rules. Mm. I don't know if I used that letter during this segment, but if I did, it didn't count. I think you haven't yet. Now, resume episode 
All right, so this episode is... Uh... I have to be careful is what I was trying to say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had to review all your words right there. Yeah, and I did use one, so that's strike two. What, you did? I have to say... You're already at strike two. I know. We haven't even. I haven't even done the overview. <laughs> this will be tough. <laughs> um, the overview of this episode is that f- immediately following the events of the last episode, mm-hmm. in fact, uh, the last episode ended uh, with the tragic news that Starburns has passed. He has passed away. Well, uh, I Sark <laughs> dodged it. So you can, you got to use speak instead of say. It makes your your language change, but I think it's fun. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Starburns, uh, as we found out at the end of the last episode, he had died in a tragic uh, rear-ending incident. That was explosion. a meth lab explosion in his trunk. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, we, we start with... Um, this episode starts with his funeral video in that classic TV style. Uh-huh. Of when someone dies on a TV show, they've definitely recorded a video of themselves right before they died or at some point before they died so that everyone can watch it. All people have video wills. Yeah. On television. Yeah. It was, in fact, a big part of the plot of a favorite show of mine that got immediately canceled and started a comedian the that I loved. Godwin Games. Goodwin. I like to call it Godwin. <laughs> It was starring T.J. Miller. There's six episodes. I'm pretty sure they're on Hulu or somewhere. Uh, go watch them and cry because that was a good show. We're all we're all the worse off for it. Now he's on Silicon Val. Yeah, I don't watch that one. It is good. I think I've watched maybe two episodes. Pied Piper. <laughs> now you're just saying words that you know you can say. <laughs> <clears throat> Could you say sci-fi if you're referring to the TV channel because they spell it S-Y-F-Y? No. Yeah. But you could say sci-fi referring to the fiction because... Or... The channel from earlier. Yeah, from your childhood, perhaps. It's life. Yeah, you got you got close there with earlier. <laughs> um, so here's some highlights that I have from Alex Osborne's funeral video. His name was Alex. Uh, yeah, he he leaves um, he leaves some things to people. He says uh, to my wife or ex-wife mm-hmm. Magda, she gets herpes, but we've we've figured that out already. She, she knew that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he said, "I my uh, sticks albums, I leave to no one because nobody likes sticks like I did." <laughs> kind of echoing how Abed feels about Time Bandits. Oh, okay. In an earlier episode, do you remember what episode that was? Of Communit. I don't remember that. I don't. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, and basically he also says, uh, that Abed, uh, he leaves the, uh, to Abed that, to make a tribute video, mm-hmm. uh, which the task of a video tribute, mm-hmm. uh, which he then says uh, the following, uh, I have filmed in front of a green screen for use and yeah. the green screen is like just shoddily set a up. sheet. Yeah. It's a green sheet. And, and he's just doing apartment. weird motions. Oh, now here's a question for you. Was this video b- before the green sheet? incidents uh was it filmed in a costume closet at the school like it looks like i think there Star- is Starburns... a woman mannequin mm-hmm. in there yeah Starburns is not a man of many means and so it would make sense to me that he's filming it on av club equipment mm-hmm. in the greendale costume closet i think that alex just has 
a bunch of weird shit in his apartment. That is my theorem. And that was strike three in the word my. <laughs> ah, now what? I don't know. This is fucking hard. <laughs> this is what I'm learning here. I made it seven minutes in before saying it three times. Mark Bolton, I've let you down. I'm sorry. Uh, I, owe, I, I, I owe Mark Bolton tribute now. He uh, can take one of my fingers, but he well, has to come to California. You're to under do onus it. to him. Yeah, I'm under onus. Onus. Uh, and also the fun fact that Starburn's lawyer has just one arm. Yes, how and that leads arms, to my favorite uh, guy. Troy asks. Troy takes his hand, he moves it up one arm, he has shocked faces, then yeah. Hobbit says, it was the other arm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is a favorite gag of mine. It's a great gag. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so then we have Starburn's ashes are actually in the apartment. They're the, on the shelf with the Blu-rays. Yeah, there's an urn, uh, and it has stars all over it. And there's a smaller urn with the stars all over it as well. Yes. That one's his lizard. Of course. Uh now, should we would, should we speak in future tense, the future knowledge that we have now, later, or never? You th- are you asking, knowing that Starburns faked his death, did they also, did the lizard really die? Yeah. Do we canonically see the lizard in those later apps? I do not recall. I don't think so either. I think perhaps the lizard w- was sacrificed to make the death seem real. Because mm-hmm. I think there was a real rear-ending incident. Yeah. Uh... Because I have, we've spoken no, let me a, ask you this, a little though. bit later about my theories about whether or not this was a collusion between Starburns and Chang. Yeah. Let me ask you this, though. Do you <clears throat> think the rear ending was a setup, or do you think it was a, just uh, Starburns was an opportunist? Opportunist. Opportunist. <sighs> you know, that's interesting, because I think Chang, because the events of this episode lead me to believe that Chang set up this entire thing. Which I've always disagreed with your theory on that. I know, but I in my mind I like it. Okay, why? To to what end? To get his power. All right. Because this this incident is what leads to the dean signing the thing, and him signing that thing leads to everything that happens next. Yeah. Like, this is a complete setup. Yeah. Boom! It's a setup. Especially once we find out. It's a setup. There's a boom. Starburn's not dead. It's a setup. Starburn's not dead. Yeah. Why wouldn't? I mean, Chang's a psycho. (laughs) Why wouldn't he just kill him? You think he's actually a murdering psycho? He. He keeps the dean locked up in a basement for a week. So why doesn't he kill the dean? I mean, I guess that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even Chang has limits. Yeah, but here's the thing. All of, we, all of Chang's efforts to take over Greendale mm-hmm. involve him dealing with the, let's face it, inept uh, forces of good at Greendale. In order to fake Starburn's death, he would have to fool real cops, which I don't think Chang is capable so of. So who do you think fooled the real cops? Starburns? Yeah. I don't think even Starburns can fool real cops. I think uh, I think Starburns has a better chance at it than Chang does. Look, okay, I think we've all ruled out that Professor Kane had anything to do with the faking. Yeah, because he's a man of honor. Mm-hmm. He's a man of his word, and he doesn't want to go back to prison. Yeah, uh, but I think that's also a real simple ex- explanation that somehow Professor Kane is involved and benefits. I don't see how. I don't because yeah. I've never agreed with what we're about to talk about. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Which is what? wait, where does that happen? Does that happen here? I don't know what you're asking about. Why do I not have that note down? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <clears throat> where where the dean says, oh, great, I have to give more bad news to... Oh, yeah. Where? I don't even know where I have this note at. Uh, that's not for a bit, because we have a study room discussion before that. Right? Where they're, they're, they want to talk about Starburns, but Jeff is being too cool. 
And he says, listen, people die every day. By the time I finish this sentence, there'll, 100 people will have died in China, which, of course, freaks Troy out. He says, why did you stop talking? And he has to call his pen pal, Pai Mei. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he also kind of, uh, I, I love this uh, uh, thing that Pierce says, mm-hmm. which I can't remember what the setup is. It's Annie who oh, says it. Annie says something, setup. and then Pierce says, is it always about the Holocaust with you people? <laughs> That's good. <clears throat> Troy also has a great line at the end of it. So he says, Pai Mei, you're okay? Okay, I gotta go. This costs seven dollars. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, uh, uh, I I can't remember if it's Britta or Jeff or Annie. I think it's Annie. Says refers to Starburns as a scuzzy weirdo. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's like the you know the nerf herder of its of yeah. its or language. the low res scuzzball, which was an insult from Back to the Future Part Two, which there we all go. celebrated yesterday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I'm still celebrating today a little bit. Nice. I am not. I guess, <laughs> but I, I mean, watched the movie twice yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I feel a little bit hurt. I feel like I wasn't invited. <laughs> it was at a Midnight Marinara recording for the Paul Heyman thing. I'm a little hurt still. <laughs> All right, let's do... Britta wants to be a grief counselor. And in that capacity, she has uh, glued some stars to the side of her head. Yeah. And says, talk to me like I'm Starburns. Do I have commentary notes on that? No. I have one commentary note, which is the pizza guy's name is Robert Tarpinian, which I now know is the source of the doctor's, the fake doctor's I wrote name that down as in well. the Annie's Move episode. And that he dated uh, Gillian Jacobs briefly. Yeah. And he dumped her, which, looking at him, I find shocking. Yeah. Um, oh, so uh, let's go over some, I have some quick commentary notes. Dino wanted to be killed off. Yeah. We, uh, yeah, we knew that's been known. Yeah, that, that was kind of like a known thing. There was also a funny thing in the commentary where... Uh, Dino, that same day mm-hmm. uh, earlier, was on a podcast, which yes. I forgot to look up, called The Dollcast. The Dollcast, talking about this very episode of Community. And uh, he hadn't seen it at the time. Yeah, he hadn't seen it at the time because he got screwed up because they recorded, the recording time was Chicago time or something. Mm. So he thought that it was later, but it was actually before. So he hadn't even seen the episode like recently yeah. when he recorded that podcast with them yeah recently or ever i'm gonna say because the commentary also made numerous references to dino not watching the show yeah and um there's a couple of times during this commentary one that i'll bring up very importantly later but as in this in the um the study room scene danny pooty is not in the room yes he was having babies also in the uh hospital that's scene. what i'm bringing up later because it's super important yeah and it's crazy Yo. it blew my goddamn mind bronzer uh, and then say. I don't know where this commentary notes go, but I'm going to say it. <laughs> Are we all going to vote for Obama? That's Dino kept trying to change the topic, <laughs> yeah. and I kind of love that that was at a time. Yeah, that was when this was recorded, yes. right before the uh, re-election, the 2012 election. Yeah, good stuff. Also, lots to talk about season four in the commentary to make us sad once again. Yeah. Uh, so they're all talking to the Brita as Starburns. Uh, my favorite part of that, I think, is Pierce asks him, where's my comb? And Britta says, I don't know. And he says, yeah, that's what Starburns would say. <laughs> uh, uh, sure. Also, of course, that we find out that Britta and Starburns made out at a party. Yeah. At Fat Neil's uh, Black Light Party. Yes. And it was because... Black Light Party. That's what he said. Black Light Party. You say it like a weirdo. Black Light Party. Yeah, you say it like Starburns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Starburns. <laughs> um, apparently, Britta's first boyfriend had gotten married, so... She, she was made, feeling bad. She decided to make out with Starburns. Yeah. Um, if, if that happens, she says. Yeah. And another fun thing that I like was Shirley kind of tries to buy into it. And then she, she's questioning Starburns about heaven. Yeah. And she says, is Tim Russert in heaven? Yes. I don't know who that is, though. Wasn't he the old meet the press guy? 
Oh. I believe it was. Because I remember remember this was around the time of his death. And I remember thinking that was just a perfect, hilarious reference for her to be concerned about. Mm. I'm going to get confirmation on that, though. Uh, And then I I think it was Troy who asked Britta S. Starburns, why did you poop with the stall door open? (laughs) Yes. Uh... It was the the meet the press guy. Okay, I do, but I just love that. That's Shirley buys into it, and then is like, "Is this person in heaven?" Like she yeah. wants to, <laughs> yeah. she wants confirmation. Also, believes Starburns is in heaven, which is <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Maybe she believed he asked for forgiveness or something. That's a Shirley thing. I mean, oh, I don't he know. Had to do it right before he died, given the what we know. He, we know he was doing when he died. Um, let me, let me. I don't know where I got this from. It was a, I think it was, it was some podcast that I'm sure we both listened to. But someone um, made a reference to the fact that Baptists uh, sing. That's a that's a common trope of Baptists. They and so sing? I think that that falls in line with my uh, believing Shirley is a Baptist. Okay. Because she was really into singing. Okay. And especially in this episode, she wanted to sing Ave Maria. Yeah. Okay. Now, <laughs> next scene we're in the dean's office. Uh-huh. Maybe one of one of my all time favorite dean moments. And I'm they say sure perhaps the yours. most expensive joke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love this. This is great. Uh, dean is putting on hand sanitizer, and he's he's singing a little song, which goes like this: "Come on, I'm Dean. My hands are so clean at this moment. I am stapling." Yep. So good. <laughs> That's pretty great. <laughs> uh, and they were worried that they couldn't get that in. Because it's an expensive joke. Yes. $30,000, I said it cost. Jesus. Unsure if that was a real figure or just goofing on the commentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Chang comes in. He's got some requests. Yeah. He's got a form. Yes. I wrote down as much as I could off the form. Say it. Okay. Uh, and then I have a question afterwards. Okay. So this is, uh, I believe at the top it says, Contract for Improved Campus Security Measures by Ben Chang. Uh, increased Security Policies, I believe it says. Uh, the next one says cool new uniforms. <laughs> That's confirmed for sure because uh, the dean says that aloud. Head of security granted something like to enact martial law. Uh, authority granted to, and then I can't tell this next part, but I believe it says something like head of security miscreants. Yeah. There's some words that are obscured. I believe he wants to really take control over the miscreants of the world. Then this one for sure, because the dean says it as well, authorization to use pepper spray and enact involuntary cavity searches. Yeah. Uh, The dean is very concerned about the cavity searches. Um, Concerned or? Intrigued. Yes. (laughs) Let's put it that way. (laughs) Um, So this next part, I believe, is a a direct reference to the absurd measures of the TSA at airports around the world. Yep. But I couldn't make out all of it. So it's something like elimination of all liquids, something, something, three ounces or less. Well, he said, well, Chang says that out loud. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I wanted the exact wording from the thing yeah. uh but then there's a, a part that chang does not say aloud with it's it's something soda machines soft drinks and serve yourself soup there's some sub clause involving those three items <laughs> I, I do enjoy that serve yourself soup is something that greendale has greendale has and chang is concerned about yes uh, well, i think it's just any liquid that chang is concerned about. yeah but then also uh, as a sub note this uh this is written on a piece of lined paper notebook with, paper with like crayon drawings crayon, it. it's written in crayon and crayon drawings of army men shooting and blowing up stuff all around the words yes now my question for you who made this he chang or the kids chang see i w- would have thought that as well but yeah. there's a later scene where it looks like chang is having the kids draw things with crayons yeah perhaps maps or battle plans yeah and so perhaps chang dictated it 
to a child with crayons. Mm -hmm. Whether or not Chang added the drawings, I think he added the drawings. <laughs> yeah. But I think the the he had a he dictated it to a child yeah. and then customized it. I think Chang made the form and oh. the children take after him when he when they're drawing the maps <laughs> later. <laughs> Uh, and then there's a, a great bit. So the Dean obviously doesn't want to give into this. He thinks it's unnecessary. Yeah. Uh, and then Ch Chang has some speech about how the sausage gets made. Yeah. Do you remember exactly what he said? Because he said, because then he explains exactly how sausage gets made. Yeah. Because <laughs> he doesn't understand the saying. Yeah. Uh, and then I feel like there's a, there's an interesting reveal here that, that goes into something we talked about. Okay. Uh, so then the Dean says, oh, so then the Dean finds out. He gets a, he's handed a note. Yeah. And he says, oh, no, I have to give more bad news to the study group. Yeah. Who wants to dance? Mm -hmm. is so what he says to his cat. He goes to his closet. Yes. And when he goes to the closet, yeah. the closet door... Mm -hmm. Matches the wall. Matches the wall. Yeah. We had spoken previously about where is the Dean's closet in yeah. this room. And I think this is a, a their way of acting like... We know we never showed it before, but that's because it's the same color as the wall. Yeah. So I think community is smarter than us. As an entity. So I've got some serious questions about Chang's, uh, Dean's office. Oh, is there community news? I didn't read the article. Oh, the Yahoo thing? Yeah. Yahoo says they Breaking. lost a shit ton of money on community. <laughs> Breaking community news. Yeah. Um, Bummer. So, no movie? Is that the is that the word? I, I mean, no movie from Yahoo, I think is the word. Oh. Certainly. But uh, I still hold hope that there may one day be a movie. Um, yeah, so who wants to dance? Wants That's to a dance. good one. And then uh, we could back to the study room. Uh, Britta is forcing the study group to imagine a box full of puppies being murdered each one by one. Yeah. Which is really having an effect on Troy. Uh, he really can't handle it. Uh, and then uh, Annie says we need to hold a memorial to to process our feelings about Starburns. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then Dean comes in with the costume he has selected. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's it's like a, a southern bell. Yeah. Or, or or a French lady because he's he was gonna do a can can yeah because he's saying they're he's here to announce theirs that uh, their class has been can can canceled so they have to take a summer school. yeah Professor Kane resigned listen let me ask you something huh at the right angle here do you ever find yourself attracted to Dean in this costume <laughs> no okay moving on um I I don't know if you mentioned so as part of the memorial service that he wants to do Shirley wants to break brownies and sing Ave Maria. Yes. Uh, which that's a great gag that's fulfilled later. Yeah. Um, when the Dean comes in to announce this. For the record, at the right angle, I do think the Dean is attractive in this. Well, and I think, I'm going to say, for a half second, yeah. Jeff is as well. There's a moment where Jeff <laughs> clearly is looking under the Dean's skirt. Yeah. Because the skirt is, well, listen, is pulled up at a weird maybe... angle, and Jeff is not looking at the Dean's face. He's got his head tilted, and his eyes are down. Yeah. Well, is... I mean, Jeff and I both have a known preference for redheads, so maybe that's what's affecting us here. Yeah, apparently, according to the commentary, there was some discussion whether or not he should be wearing the wig. Yes. There was also discussion as to whether or not this was the first time he wore an actual full wig as part of a costume. Yeah. But as Gillian Jacobs correctly remembered when he did Tina Turner in the flashback episode, uh, yes. he was wearing a full wig. He was wearing a full wig. Uh... So, I, look, this is my biggest pet peeve, I think, with this episode, and perhaps with this entire season. I personally do not believe that Professor Kane would have resigned. I can kind of see it. 
You because can see was, that he would resign? Because he was so fed up with the school. Mm. I mean, from the very first episode, he's fed up with Jeff. Yeah. Uh, then he's very frustrated with the school during the whole Law and Order debacle. You know, this is not a court case. Stop treating it like one. Uh-huh. I could see him being like, you know what? This school is this school is a bad place, and it's not a good place for me to be. I could totally see that. But I, I always took, you know, he's a man of his word. Yeah. He said he'd teach the class. Yeah. And also, uh, as part of my not believing that he would resign, I also don't believe that they would give an incomplete to everyone. Well, that, I mean, yeah, that's a bit of a leap. That's, yeah, that's the, the I, I already take one leap believing he would resign. I, and then I, take, I have, have, no... have to take a bigger leap believing that they'd actually give an incomplete. Well, listen, I mean, I'm sure Greendale's a bad place, but come on. That's why I so I believe he would resign. That's not a leap at all for me. Okay. And then the incomplete is a leap. But again, because Greendale is a bad place, it's not a huge leap for me. Yeah. And I mean, they, they later on, they do specifically tell the dean, like, yeah, you're a yeah. bad dean. Yeah. So... This was an episode we should point out now that you have highlighted in the past as one you did not care for. Yeah. Uh, this is perhaps like a third or fourth watching for me. Yeah. And I'm still conflicted because it's just this whole thing about Kane resigning bothers me. And then the incomplete bothers me. Uh, and then I think no, at first... Kane resigning makes total sense to me. The, that first, I think it's I was just bothered bullshit. by Starburns dying. I think yeah. that was my first bother. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's fucked up. But now yeah. he's come back. So I don't know. Yeah. There's, 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 a, I have mixed feelings on this episode. <laughs> Much like I've I think, I've got mixed feelings. I've got mixed feelings. Never, have you heard the the Spectre theme yet? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that reminded me of it because that's that's to me how what it sounds like. <laughs> that was me doing a bad version of the Flight of the Concord song, "Hurt Feelings." Ah, ah. Yeah, that Spectre theme is not great. Yeah, what 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 are we gonna do? I mean, listen, there have been, it's it's still, honestly, maybe this is a controversial opinion. Mm-hmm. I still think it's better than the Casino Royale theme song, but I love Casino Royale the movie. No, I don't. You're wrong. I'm sorry. You don't know music. The Casino nope. Royale theme song fucking sucks. Don't know music. Chris Cornell can bite it. Anyway, where the hell am I in my notes? Oh, so um, Jeff is immediately upset because he has to take summer school. Yes. Uh, his summer is gone. Yeah. And uh, as they cut away for commercial or whatever, uh, Britta and the Dean both reach for Jeff, and he flinches from both of them. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is a real Jeff breakdown. Yeah. This is something we have not seen. He values his time away from Greendale, and it has been snatched from him, mm-hmm. and he's not happy. Yeah. Next scene is the funeral, and who's up at the podium singing Ave Maria but our old pal Garrett Lambert. Yeah, and very badly. Very yes. off-key. Yeah. Extremely. It sounds kind of like that. Didn't you just play the episode a little bit? Wow, that was... Uh... <laughs> Apologies to the listeners who Jesus just had that in their ear. Christ. Uh, and it's pretty great because then the dean says, Oh, Shirley, did you have something to sing? And she well, goes, thank you. No, thank you. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> uh, good stuff. So then as the dean is speaking, uh, he then at that moment... I, this is like the fifth time I've seen this episode, by the way, and I never noticed till now. Hmm. The little the podium has a little uh, star on it that says, Rest in peace. And then a picture of a lizard in the middle of the star. I did not notice the lizard picture. It's a lot of fun. Um, the dean at this moment, standing at the podium, then realizes why it was called Starburns. Yes. <laughs> um, hmm. So Jeff, Jeff goes first. Jeff's speech, yeah. He gets very angry. I'm on. I'm trying to mix in my commentary notes at this he time. He calls as well. Greendale a Felucia of higher learning, which oh, yeah, I, I wrote really that like. Down. Uh, talks about how Starburns is a hero because he did the one thing that none of us could. He mm. got out. Then he exploded because Greendale hates its students. Yes. 
Uh, now I do. I want to mention some commentary notes real quick. I don't know where this fits in, uh, but there was apparently a time where uh, Joel McHale was tormenting Chevy Chase because he was the voice of Karate Dog in the film Karate Dog, <laughs> which I looked up, and yeah, that's a real film about a talking dog that knows karate, and Chevy Chase was the voice of Chocho. And if you look at what year was this? Uh, very recent. Ooh. Super re- like they were making fun of him because it happened like then. And I'm gonna also say that Chevy Chase was an, a late ad because if you go to IMDb, he's way down on that list, even though Chocho's the star. He's uh, super at the bottom. Do you think that uh, you know Chevy Chase and Bill Murray had a big rivalry back in the day on SNL mm-hmm. when uh, when Chevy would come back to host? Uh, do you think that uh, it's 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 especially worse that like he even has a worse version of Garfield that he's in essentially? I wouldn't even compare this to Garfield. But I'm just saying it's another animal where he's it's it'd be like if che- where he's voicing yeah. a talking animal. I'm gonna say if Chevy Chase was the voice of Marmaduke, then we'd have a rivalry. <laughs> but I believe that was Owen Wilson. What I'm saying is, yeah, like they both have made shitty talking animal movies. Yeah, and Chevy's is even in this Chevy's is way worse. Yeah, well, even in this, I think Chevy was like third choice. Like he was not first choice for Chocho the Karate. John Voight is in this movie. Yeah, that movie is shocking. What year was it? You found 2004. It? Oh, okay. And it was a TV film directed by Bob Clark. You know what else he did? No. He uh, has a distinction of having a movie in the top 250 on IMDb and the bottom 150 on IMDb. Well, I'm assuming two because of Karate Dog. Well, I don't, I don't know if that quite made it. What's in his top? Well, he did a, he did a Christmas Story, which I believe is oh, in the okay. top. He also did Porky's. Oh. Uh, and then Porky's 2. Oh. And then uh, he did, um, what are they called? I, I'll find them here. He did Super Babies, Baby Geniuses oh, 2. Oh, no. Yes. Which I believe is the one that's in the bottom 150. Oh, God. Yeah. But you know our beloved Christopher Lloyd. That was, was the that same one. year as Karate Dog. He was really cranking him out. Yeah, he did the first Baby Geniuses and <clears throat> Super Babies. Baby Geniuses. Is Christopher too. Lloyd in both of those Baby Geniuses or just the second one? I don't know. Don't ask me questions about that. I know it's a it's a sad it's a sad question. Okay. Also on oh my these are commentary notes, but they he come is in the first later. One. In a second. Uh. So then Annie's next. Yeah. She, uh, she, she, she does not care for Greendale either. No, she compares herself to a Barbie in a microwave. Yep. Uh, she says our flag is an anus to which the Dean points out. You're the one who designed, you guys yeah. are the ones who you designed were, that. You were the guys who drew it. Yeah. Now. Okay. So that implies perhaps that the Dean knew it was an anus or knew for some time that it was an anus. And if we recall the, the joke in the, um, in the episode where they design it, is that the dean doesn't realize that it's an anus. Now, the dean, perhaps, uh-huh. not as maybe not as much as Troy, but perhaps the dean is into butt stuff. Yeah. When do you think he realized that was an anus? Doesn't he realize by the end of that episode, that first episode? I don't think so. Yeah, he does because Annie tells him it's an anus. That it was the whole. That's why they were in trouble. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I forgot that part. Yeah. Wasn't that the space episode? No, you facts. It was. It was the space episode. (laughs) The space episode. You gotta know your facts about the space episode. This is, uh, I don't know, stuck up East Coast guy telling you how to do your business. Okay. It sounded a little bit like um, uh, the Bucatino business. Bucatino business? (laughs) In conjunction with work juice coffee? The Bucatino business. Oh, poor, poor Dan Bucatino. I, you know, most of those just make me sad. Yeah. I can't laugh at him. Listen, listen to the thrilling adventure hour to know what the hell we're talking about. Um, 
Oh, and then Annie says, we're not even the best community college in our community. Yep. And then she goes, shame on you, Dean. Shame. <laughs> Edison out, drops yeah. the mic. Uh-huh. Uh, Dean says, maybe don't drop the $50 microphone. Uh-huh. Now, also, uh, I just wrote down Chang face. So I don't know if we see Chang in this moment. But he's in the background and he's making Chang face. Okay, good to know. Just assume that whenever Chang's in the background, he's making Chang face, which, as they describe, is mouth agape. And I'll say also tongue out. Yeah. Tongue lolling a bit. Uh, yeah, so Shirley's next. Hmm. She also rails on Greendale in her speech. Yeah. Because she had a dream. And Greendale saw my dream and sold my dream to Subway. Uh-huh. Fun. Very, really great delivery from Apparently, Nicole according Brown. to commentary, Yvette Nicole Brown had a whole other paragraph to say. That was cut, cut for time. Yep. I think it happens to her a lot, and that makes me sad. I think it happens to all the cast, and you need to settle down. Nah, it's just there's something there's something against Shirley, something against religion, something against the truth, the way, the light. Yeah, Christians are really really have a rough time in this country. <laughs> they do on community. <laughs> so Dean, seeing that the crowd is with the uh, with uh, Jeff, Fanny, and Shirley, yeah, seeing there's, that a, there's, a, there's a minor riot, riot beginning. Yeah, you, you or doesn't it wrong. go crazy? Oh, Pierce says a thing. Yeah, Pierce sets off the ride. But yeah. before that, we get... Uh, so Dean is, is spooked because uh, of all this. And, you know, Greendale has seen its share of riots. They, <laughs> Dean knows what it looks like when a riot is about to start. Oh, yeah. So he goes to Chang, and he signs the form. Yeah. Yeah. Bad call. That's uh, then we cut back to the podium call. where uh, Troy oh. and Abed are just finishing up an anti-Greendale rap. I'm sorry. I, I have this note, and this is kind of important. So when Shirley says that... Uh, up at the podium, she says, you know, Starburns was a drug dealer. Mm-hmm. There, there's a very poignant reaction shot. It's a shot in a way where we can see the two two people in the audience react as if they didn't know. Yeah. People are shocked. What, what's that all about? I don't know. Do you think Starburns wasn't a drug dealer? No, he talked pretty openly about being a, a drug dealer. Then why were these, at least these two people, were shocked? Maybe maybe he presented a different side of himself. Hmm. What was he reading? What was the magazine he's reading? Normal Living in that uh, season five episode? And also, maybe these are the people who he hung out and read those magazines with. May, I mean, maybe they saw the top hat and they thought he was fancy. Maybe. Okay, let's keep going. So Troy and Abbott are just wrapping up an anti-Greendale rap. Yeah. When I say Greendale, you say sucks. Greendale. Sucks. Greendale. Sucks. Uh, <laughs> they say thank you, we're out. Uh, then Pierce is next. Uh, uh, Dean isn't gonna let him speak, but he says, "Dean, I've been a student here for several decades. I think I have a right to see my piece, say my piece." He seems quite reasonable, so Dean does give him the microphone, and then he immediately says, "Let's burn this mother down!" Yeah, and starts a riot. Yeah, Vicky, Vicky, with a great moment, kicking off the riot, uh, yeah. immediately picks up a trash can, holds it over her head, uh-huh. and says, "Helter Skelter!" and throws it into the food area, into the subway yeah. thing. Now, and this is a reference to, um... Charles Manson. No, I was thinking the, uh... God damn it, why can't I remember the name of that movie? The Beatles. Uh, uh, the movie about the pizza place. Oh, to Do the Right Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Where, uh... Whatever that guy's name was... It was played by Spike, Spike Lee, Lee himself. He throws the trash can into the, into the window. Pizza place, yeah. Now, um... I have a... I noticed this in the commentary, so it's in my commentary notes. I'm sorry. When Vicky throws that trash can, mm-hmm. did you notice the guy in the eye patch behind her? I did. Yeah, there's a guy in an eye patch behind her. <laughs> yeah, and then also during the riot, the guy who throws the stool out of the window is Dino's Dino Stamatopoulos' stand-in. Yeah, Dino's Stamatopoulin. And his name is Andy. And as Dino says, he's the one guy in Hollywood who looks better than his stand-in. <laughs> the, who, the one stand-in who looks better than the you know what the standee. Oh yeah, what we call it. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, 
Little great letter moment here. He's raiding the the subway and he says, "I'm gonna steal everything but the onions and the whatever other thing he does." Onions like. and olives. I yeah, think. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Uh, and then when the the kids come in in their riot gear, yeah. the oh, the and chain another, sorry, another great moment. Uh, Pierce, Pierce has immediately gone for Starburn's ashes. Yeah, and he's saying, "I know my combs in here, you son of a bitch." <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff. Yeah. Then the, the kids in riot gear come in. The chain glorious bastards. Annie thinks they're, they're cute. Annie the and little, Shirley. Yeah, the little tiny riot gear. Uh-huh. But then they pepper spray people and they go, ah! Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lot of good stuff here where there's children pepper spraying people. Garrett gets pepper sprayed. Yeah. He says, oh, it's so peppery. Yeah. Um, they the, throw a net on Pierce yeah. like that, and it, so, it immediately freezes. Yeah. The net actually Even though the net is not works. actually keeping him down, he does freeze. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a lot of good stuff. Good times. Um, we cut to the aftermath. Now, part of the commentary, they also mentioned that that scene was supposed to be crazier and that the subway sign was rigged to explode <laughs> and fall down. Nice. I, w- I would have liked to see that. I don't know if they cut that for time or yeah. subway objected. But apparently, like, they were surprised that subway let them do the riot yeah. at all yeah. with them in mind. <laughs> um, all right. So this is the, they're at the nursing center. The, the Greendale 7. Yes. As they come to be known, yeah, are in the nurse's office, and in this scene, as they mentioned in the commentary, as we mentioned earlier, Danny Pudi is not in this scene. Yeah, they put bronzer. Yep. On Jim Rash's stand-in. Yeah. And threw a, a, a towel over his head. Here's my question for you hmm. that I don't think was answered in the commentary. No. Where was Danny Pudi's stand-in? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why they couldn't get his stand-in. Maybe he doesn't have one. Do you think he's yeah. so professional? He does all his everything. I don't know. Uh, I mean, he doesn't do all his everything because he wasn't in this scene. Yeah, I know. It's that's crazy. So, yeah, but they put bronzer on Jim Rash's stand-in. Yeah, and a towel over. Because his all head. that you see of of Abed in this scene is that he's got a towel over his head and his arms a little. You, to, it, and it's really you, crazy to me that p- this never a potentially like, racially sensitive question. Yeah. So they're putting bronzer. They're they're doing brown face essentially. Yeah. Uh, and then also, uh, Abed is an Arab character, and here he is. Literally a towel head. Yeah, does that, that make it worse? That just occurred to me. Does as that I make was describing it worse? The situation. Yeah. Um, I mean, if it was on purpose, perhaps. Yeah. I think they were just looking for the easiest way to, to cover his face. Cover his yeah, face. which I also think is what they were doing. Um, and I also, I just think it's crazy that I didn't realize until right now, this time watching it, that me we too. Don't yeah. see Abed at all. Yeah. Because he's under a towel, and that, and they covered it like so well. Yeah. It's so bizarre to me. Yeah. How bizarre. I'm shocked. I always thought it was a little weird in this scene hate that, um, song. that Troy is kind of separate from Abed because we're so yeah. used to seeing them together. I would yeah. think they would be well, consoling serving, each other. He's receiving, reserve, receiving, yep. receiving treatment. Receiving treatment. Receiving treatment. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, a, a great Troy moment where she's, she, first of all, I don't know if this is how pepper spray treatment works because she's, the nurse is kind of looking at his eyes saying, I don't, I don't see any pepper spray in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he says, well, you better keep looking cause it's not like I'm crying for no reason. Uh-huh. I think she's looking for signs of redness. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, but she, yeah, what her, what she literally says is I don't see pepper spray in here. Yeah. I, I don't know. That As wasn't she's very well thought through. The spray itself. Um, Dean comes in. The door is being guarded by two of the Chinglorious bastards. Uh, Dean comes in. uh, They say, you're not allowed to come in. He says, I'll enter whatever I want. Yeah. And then he he shares with the group that the Greendale Seven are wanted for starting the riot, inciting the riot. Yeah. And then Pierce says, why Greendale Seven? Why not Pierce and the Greendale Six? (laughs) Yeah. And then does Shirley say, why not Greendale 
she says something, and then Pierce says, "One of the Greendale Five. Yeah, <laughs> uh, good stuff. I love the Jeff in talking about how they kind of lost their heads. He's like, "We we lost our minds like kids in a commercial where the teacher bans Skittles." Yeah, uh, is, it, is the dean the one that says we're all Ted dancing at Whoopi Goldberg's roast? Yes, he is. A reference that I recall at the time you did not get that no, I. But now to I get you. very well. <laughs> yeah, for those yeah. who don't know, for those I still stand who have not studied the culture of the nineteen eighties, <laughs> like I have. Uh, Ted Danson and Whoopi Goldberg used to date. So that's fact one that you need to let sink in. Yeah. And this was at the height of his popularity. This was like during Cheers. And hers? Maybe. I don't know. Because she was in a lot of movies I at mean, that time. Yeah, but I, 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 it's hard for me to think of what is the height of her popularity. Sister Act. That's pretty probably right. Okay. So anyway, the, she was being that's roasted. That's 92, I believe. Yeah. And this was like late 80s, early 90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have the exact year, but screw you. Uh, she was being roasted and she encouraged her boyfriend Ted Danson to come out on stage in blackface because she thought that would be funny uh, and and it, it didn't work out great for Ted Danson <laughs> Andrew of course stands by both of them well uh, yeah <laughs> I don't know I stand by Ted because Whoopi told him to do it I don't know if I stand by Whoopi <laughs> I think I just can't hate Whoopi Goldberg I don't understand why that is. I don't know either. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I guess I don't know how I feel about Whoopi Goldberg. She's just this. She's just uh, this weird, dumb person. Maybe is what I think of her. I think she's a force that can't be stopped. Well, she's a force who doesn't understand why uh, why Danson can't appear on stage in blackface. She's a force that'll will, that'll say things like it wasn't rape, rape. Talking about that time Roman Polanski raped a girl. Uh, yeah, that's a little iffy. Things, I'm a little iffy on that. She'll do things like say Mel Gibson's a good guy. I don't care what anyone says. Um, whatever the case, <laughs> it's a great line from the dean. It is. Um. And then, so they, they kind of decide, you know, Dean says, I gotta, I gotta get rid of guy. Chang. And yeah, Chang's our fall guy. We're going to yeah. use him. We're going to get rid of him. But of course, the Chang glorious bastards hear this and run off to report. Yeah. So after this plan is made, uh, uh, Dean suggested group hug. Yeah. Specifically where he's between Jeff and Troy. Yeah. Now, <laughs> is this the first time we've heard of the Dean being interested in Troy? Uh, I, I, I think it is. And I also think it's just, uh, he's the, <laughs> you're looking at my dog trying to lick my foot. <laughs> it's really funny. Uh, <laughs> she keeps going for it. <laughs> I'm wondering how I shake her off. Uh, I, I think, I mean, who else would be his, the Dean's second choice in that group? You don't think Abed just a little? I mean, him and Troy share perhaps a mutual, a m- mutual love of butt stuff. Mutual. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you think... The Dean knows about Troy's butt stuff love? I think everyone knows about Troy's butt stuff love. Also, butt, stu- lo- butt stuff love. Could that be the muskrat love of our era? What? <laughs> muskrat love? What is muskrat love? I thought you would, of all people, would know about this. Is that what it's called? I don't know what you're talking about. It's a about. song. Muskrat love? I think. I'm going to try to look that up. I think I'm going crazy. Uh, I remember, uh, specifically on Full House, Uncle Jesse sang it a lot. <laughs> Whenever he was with his band, he sang that song. And I thought you would know that. Oh, Muskrat Love is a suggested from, search on Google. From your, your father's friendship. Oh, it's a Captain and Sunil song. Yeah. Uh, or maybe not. Maybe they covered it. I'm telling you. Uh, uh, what's his name? Whoever was Uncle Jesse on Full House. <laughs> sang it was it originally recorded by Willis Allen Ramsey. Covered by America and then covered by Captain Sneal. Mm-hmm. You should give it a listen. Eh, I'm right. Well, too bad. Where the hell are we? Oh, so he wanted to be in the group hug. Then we go back. Dean goes to his office. Mm-hmm. Chang is sitting on the desk. Yeah. Um, and then he, he kind of implies, 
you know, Dean's like, I'm sorry, I'm going to, you know, going to have to let you go. And Chang was like, I'm, I was prepared for this. Uh, so he goes over to the Dean's closet. Yep. Opens the door. And who should walk out? But our old pal. Phoebe. J.P. Manu. Yeah. Who was Phoebe in the, uh, yes. in the Chang, uh, what was that episode called? The Impressionist? Contemporary, contemporary Impressionism. And also Phoebe on an episode of How I Met Your Mother. Was that him? Or was that Jim Rash? See, I've I've gotten that I've made that mistake myself, so I now I don't it, know which one's the right way. I think it was JP Manu. Okay. Uh so I do love JP Manu comes out of this closet dressed exactly like the Dean. Yep. And the Dean says, Oh my god, it's me. Yes. And then whatever he was about to say next gets interrupted because he gets trank darted by Chang. Oh yeah. Also, sorry, Dean I, I want to get in Dean's apologies to Chang of all the things he did wrong. Uh-huh. One of them was quote, give him an adult back rub while Chang was sleeping. <laughs> yeah, what what do you think that was? I don't know. What is an adult back rub? And also, really, Dean? Chang? I mean, I guess sometimes if you're lonely, <laughs> Chang's around. <laughs> Uh, also, I forgot to mention from a commentary note, when the Dean is walking into his, uh, office, he, um, he goes through the hallway and we get a cameo from the very own writer of this episode, Tim Sicardo. Tim Sicario. He's walking through that old, uh, uh hallway. Mm-hmm. Where am I in my notes? Are you getting confirmation on JP Menu? Yes, I am. That's what I'm doing. All right, so then the next scene, I believe, is the Greendale 7 appearing in front of the uh, the board, the school board, as I believe they're called. Yes. Which is, and of course, our, our, our two previously met school board members who we love, Carl Blatt and Richie County, who yep. is apparently named after Adam County. Works on the show. Who works on the show. And the third board member who we've never seen before, uh, an older gentleman, uh, who they referred on the commentary as, you know, the like a figurehead, like an old, and a member yeah. of the old board. He's named Chuck Sicardo, which is named after Tim Sicardo's dad. Yep. He has no lines in the scene. <laughs> uh, he's just kind of there nodding solemnly. Yes. Uh, I'm almost there. I've almost found this. Okay. Got a page well, loading right maybe now. Maybe we'll hold it until we get to his second appearance, which uh-huh. will be in just a second. Uh-huh. So then um, the Greendale 7 is making their case, uh, but then Chang walks in. Uh, oh, there's some great stuff where uh, Jeff's saying something and then Troy, like, corrects or jumps in and he yeah. says, Your Majesty. Yeah, he calls the, the school board Your Majesty. Yeah. Uh, and then Chang comes in. He's got a... He's got a... Uh, he's wearing a suit. He's got a gift basket. Yeah, gift basket. Yeah. And apparently, according to uh, the group on the commentary, that this is how he acts when he's like Dr. Ken. Yeah, which this is how Ken Jung just acts. Now, yeah. Dr. Ken is a show. Yes. So maybe this is how he acts on the show? Yeah. But he's just very friendly, just very like, hey, how you guys doing? I got yeah. you in that gift basket. So I know Richie got into the last one. <laughs> and then Richie leans into the microphone. I did. I did get in the last one. <laughs> I do love that microphone lean. It's such a good I lean. love it so much because yeah. I've, I've been involved with student government. Yeah. And that, that microphone is important. And people do, they get in there and they go, uh, yes. They, like, yeah. they get in there to really get on, get on the mic. Yes. Um, good times yeah so he's le- he's bottom of a basket so they're in his pocket there's is the a, implication yeah and there's a great moment too when he's, he's being all nice and friendly with the board ah how you doing this meeting you guys didn't wreck everything again like turn serious and scolds the green yeah. l7 uh and then there's a uh, a chang tongue moment yeah where because uh, jeff is saying this is crazy you don't believe him do you and as jeff is sort of ranting about chang mm. chang with his back turned to the school where so they don't see just sort of leers at annie with his tongue out <laughs> yeah i think it was just leering in general at the group yeah. but then we get a great annie reaction yeah where she's just disgusted by the chang tongue yeah yeah and um then uh they say oh well, we'll just ask the dean yeah and then 
who should stroll by but yep. our old pal JP Manu, who was the character, not Moby, on How I Met Your Mother. Thank you. Uh, he now he just basically runs through the room and says a line. Yeah. This line is Jim Rash's voice, though, right? Yeah, that's what it sounds like to me. Okay. Yeah. It was a dub. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but because he just strolls through real quick and he looks enough like the dean. Yeah. Uh, and perhaps has learned how to speak like the dean. And he's sort of mimicking the dean's gait, yeah. his walk. Yeah. 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 No pun intended. So <laughs> he. Um, <laughs> I I do enjoy that the board is fooled by this. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of a fun, like, yeah. this board is so is just as inept as the Dean himself. Yes. That they're fooled by this. And, uh... So they expel the Greendale Seven. Yeah. As Carl Blatt gives the the pronouncement, yeah. and then he says, May God have mercy on your souls. Yeah. Uh, Rusty Bucket? Rusty, Rusty Bucket? Rusty, Rusty Bucket? bucket. <laughs> yeah. Transform and roll out. <laughs> Transform and roll out. Yeah. Do you think this is, I mean, they're making fun of, like, people who have dumb catchphrases, right? No, I think they're just making fun of, like, normal, like, bro-type people. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because this, this seems like a thing that he says all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, what the hell was I going to say? Do you remember the advertising for this episode nope. when it was on the air? Nope. I Because I believe Dan Harmon took issue with it because the ad for this episode was the scene. Oh. <laughs> which is, like, more than halfway through the episode. Like, we're almost done with the episode, and the ad was was Carl Blatt saying, the Greendale Seven are expelled. <laughs> like, that's the ad. And then it's them. They show them in front of the board, like, all dressed up nice, like they're, you know, they're at the board. Yeah, that's not a great way to advertise this episode. That's how they advertised it. Huh. I remember this, and I kind of remember Dan Harmon having an issue with it, and I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sure they also included Pierce's Let's Burn This Mother Down. Like, yeah. That's a, that's a classic. That's got to be in the ad. Uh, but, yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of shitty, yep. right? So they've retired to Troy and Abed's apartment. <laughs> retired to Troy and Abed's apartment. I don't know why that <laughs> came to good me. pizza. So Pierce is, uh, he's kind of uh, speaking about his time. And he said he'd spent 13 years uh, yeah. at, at Greendale. And it's mm-hmm. down the drain. Yeah. Crazy. And they're all sort of staring down the dark timeline of this mm-hmm. one. They're all, they're all sort of. Yeah, Abed himself even says, I assume this was the best timeline, but what if it's the darkest? What if I, I should have let Jeff roll the die? Or I should have I should have rolled the die? You know, that kind of thing. And like we see, like, Shirley's about to take a drink. Yeah. So it's like even they're even specifically kind of doing the things that they would do. Well, the and there's timeline. the buzz. The buzz yeah. from that episode, from uh, uh, Remedial Chaos Theory, yeah. uh, of the door of the pizza. Yeah. And who says they'll get it? Someone says they'll get it. Well, uh, Jeff says, should I, should I roll a dice, like, sarcastically? Yeah. Uh, and then Abed has his little line. And then Troy... Uh, Again, Troy, the one who left during the darkest timeline, yeah. uh, is the one who says, no, hey, and, he, and Troy gives a winger speech, essentially. Well, I, I mean, this I want to get all the timing right. The, yeah. the pizza is at the door. Britta's at yeah, the door Britta's with the, the pizza. Britta goes, to get, Britta goes to get the pizza. Yeah. yeah. And the pizza guy's at the door, and she's because looking at him. Because this time, the brick was left in the door, so oh, the right. pizza guy can come right up. But she's she's looking all doe-eyed at the pizza guy, because, yeah. as we know from another timeline, she yeah. ends up with the pizza Again, guy. Again, she's specifically thinking about doing the thing she does in the dark timelines. Yeah. Um, and then Troy gives his winger speech and part of it, he says, Britta, you're not the worst. You're yeah. the best, which as a Britta booster, that was a very heartwarming moment. For well, me. I think there was also an earlier moment where Britta says she's the worst. And then someone says, we're all the worst. Yeah. Jeff or Annie. I can't yeah. remember which of the two. And then that's, uh, that's when Troy comes in to say, yeah, you're not Troy the worst, saves the day yeah. quite literally. Yes, he does. Uh, he stops Shirley from taking a drink, which would be bad. Cause as we know, she was an alcoholic and yeah. she's, you know, she's not drinking. Yeah. Uh, tells Britta she's the best, so she stops looking at the pizza guy thinking that's the best I can do. Yeah. Uh, and he pretty much, t- you know, as you said, he does a winger speech. He takes yeah. on Jeff's role. Yeah. 
Uh, and then, of course, uh, this which is the- also kind of thematically connects to remedial chaos theory because a big part of the struggle was Troy trying to be an adult and not seeing it, being seen by one as Jeff, mm-hmm. and here he is doing what Jeff does. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we get a great line from the pizza guy. Well, Wait, great other episode. timelines? Yeah, uh, again, another callback to yeah. remedial chaos theory. Mm-hmm. Now, here's what I'm gonna ask you: uh-huh. the pizza guy delivers three pizzas. Uh-huh. Is this enough for the seven? Yeah. Or is this too much? Or is uh, this the? Do you think this is the proper amount of pizzas? Uh, I think it's the proper amount of pizzas. Mm, okay. What do you think their spread is? Do you think they got a they got a cheese, they got a veggie and a meat? Yeah. Or, or you I think do they, think that they got two pepperonis and a cheese. Well, they gotta have a veggie or a cheese for Britta. You think is Britta canonically vegetarian or vegan? I think so. Well, she can be vegan if she's eating pizza. That's true. That's true. And why do you think Jeff always gives in to pizza? Because he's always so weird about the grease situation. Well, he, I mean, carbs. he dabs it. You can dab it. You dab your pizza. He dabs, and I think he just eats the toppings sometimes. Yeah, you, you eat the toppings, or you just eat one piece, and you're fine. Yeah. Uh, but I, I do like pizza. That's a it's a unifier. Yeah. It's a unifier, but also you can see the division of lines. Yeah. <laughs> that's what happens with pizza. Uh, so well, then, we can all agree on cheese. Mm-hmm. The tag, <laughs> Roderick on the line. The tag is uh, is Alex Starburns. Starburns. Yeah, Starburns memorial Fly video. Through the sky. Now uh, they they call this out in the commentary that Starburns was born in 1972. Yeah. Uh, do you think this was a lying situation, like when Chang faked his death for half a second? Yeah, I think this was Starburns lying about his birthday. Okay. And then. Um, uh, it's called His Name Was Alex, a Starburns Memorial yeah. from Trub- Trubed Records, directed yes. by Abin Nadir. Yes. <clears throat> and then, of it's course, very, it's. it's uh, do you think it's supposed to be like we're supposed to believe that Abed's like so good at digital fixing that he made this green screen work? Because the green screen that we saw was terrible. Well, I mean, work is, is in quotes. <laughs> I say it works. Yeah. <laughs> He's surfing on that shark. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. That's a great song, though. Catchy. Yeah, it is. Good, good stuff. Uh, good stuff. I, lo- I love the, the he, he used the one of the green screen things that Starburns <clears throat> did was pretend to kiss a woman. Mm-hmm. So he's got a, just a you know, stiff image of a woman that Starburns is kind of awkwardly uh, tonguing at. Yep. That's a lot of fun. And um, this is like Kicking a... dynamite. <laughs> <clears throat> this is kind of a huge cliffhanger episode in yeah. the sense that, I mean, this episode ends with they're expelled. Yes. Uh, and this show and has, this is kind of setting up the final run of episodes this season. Oh yeah, and and this this show has been you know it's built around the fact that they all go to community college together. Yeah. And although it was an idea that Dan Harmon talked about you know on Harmontown or other places yeah. of of he wants the show to grow to a place where they don't need to all be going to the same community college together. Yeah. That you just love this group so much. It's this was I think shocking for fans in yes. a sense because this is what we knew and now it's it's going off in uncharted territory. This is what we JP knew. This is like, you know, uh, 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 Harry Potter uh, 7 and the Deathly Hallows, or whatever it was yeah, called. not at the school anymore. Yeah, not the at the school anymore. They're at the woods. Shocking. A change in pace. A change in mm. pace. Mm. Uh, are we done? <sighs> Excuse me. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> you Plugs. let an alien out. Plugs. I, oh, I thought you were starting to chant like I do. <laughs> in like a sad, reserved way. Plugs. Plugs. I do another podcast Plugs. called Nerds Plugs. I Have You, where every week we Plugs. review a new film that's in Plugs. theaters or something. Plugs. Go check it out on NEV Podcast. NEVpodcast.com. Go listen to myself and other people Plugs. talk about things. Uh, most recently, Matt Benson Plugs. was on talking about Plugs. Steve Jobs. Plugs. Uh, that was a good Plugs. film. So go listen to that. Plugs. Or other things. Plugs. I don't know. 
I'm not Plugs. your boss. Plugs. <laughs> Pick Your Path Plugs. is a Choose Your Own Adventure Plugs. style podcast. Uh, fully scripted Plugs. Choose Your Own Adventure stories Plugs. written by myself, Plugs. Matt Benson, David Plugs. King. Go check it out, benvnetwork.com slash PYP. Uh, it's an Plugs. enhanced podcast, so you got to make Plugs. sure that your thing works with that because it's got chapters, like an audiobook. Chapters that you, Plugs. the listener, decide Plugs. where to go to based on Plugs. the story that you're listening Plugs. to, that you decide where to go to Plugs. based on the story that you're listening to, that <laughs> you decide where to Plugs. go to. Wow, that was a loop. Plugs. Uh, Plugs. What else? We got a Patreon. Uh, Patreon Plugs. set me free. What is the song? Patreon busted free, um, but it took him till he was succeed. Patreon.com slash Nobody shut up the Go there for our inquiry. bonus feed. If you give Plugs. even just $1 a month, Plugs. you get access to that bonus feed. Plugs. Coming very soon to Plugs. that bonus feed, an episode Plugs. about 30 Rock. Plugs. I don't know what that hand suggestion means. 30 Rock in the air. Plugs. Thank you. Patreon.com slash shut up Leonard. Benvenor.com slash PYP. NEVpodcast.com. I'm on Twitter at PodcasterAndrew. Plugs. Ooh, boy, I don't know what the hell's going on right now, but plugs. I'm going to just start chanting plugs. 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 Go to BenviewNetwork.com. Plugs. Check out all the great shows on their shows like plugs. Matt and Breno's Wrestling Show, Popsicles, Benview on plugs. Spielberg, uh, Ben says Boombox, and Pick plugs. Your Path. Benview on Spielberg, plugs. speaking of, just did an episode about Bridge of plugs. Spies, Spielberg's most recent film, plugs. so check that out. Plugs. Uh, and also, of course, Pick plugs. Your Path. That's the big push for me because it takes plugs. a lot of work, and I'm very proud of it, and you plugs. should all listen to it. You can follow me on plugs. Twitter at Dr. Matt Benson. That's Matt. Benson. Uh, you can follow this show on Twitter Plugs. at ShutUpLenPod. You can write us an email at ShutUpLenardPodcast at gmail.com. And you can uh, do things Plugs. to us on iTunes that helps us. We uh, we really like it when you rate us, Plugs. review us, or subscribe to us. Those Plugs. all help us out. And uh, check uh, check out Midnight Marinara Plugs. because I'm on an episode that will be coming out soon Plugs. as uh, some kind of voice Plugs. actor. So check that out. That's also on Plugs. BenviewNetwork.com. Midnight Plugs. Marinara. Andrew, say the words. Plugs. Google Pylon. Hello and welcome to Benview on Spielberg. I'm your resident Spielberg apatheticist, Matt Benson. And I'm resident uh, Spielberg fanatic, Justin Kezon. And today we're going to talk about... Duel. The Sugarland Express. Jaws. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. 1941. Raiders of the Lost Ark. E.T. the Extraterrestrial. Twilight Zone. Indiana Moon. Jones and the, the Temple of Empire Indiana of the Jones Always. And the Last Crusade. Jurassic Schindler's Lost World. Saving Obviously. Private AI, Minority. Catch Michelle Report. Intelligence. The Terminal. Of the World. Indiana Jones. The Adventures of Sintan. Indiana Jones. Catch Me on the Steven Spielberg. Ben View on Spielberg. New episodes dropping on the 15th of every month at BenviewNetwork.com. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.